We're back. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs. We're here every Sunday. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in on KBVO and also uh, 1370 AM. Uh, iTunes, check us out. It's real easy to do. Pull up your phone, click on the purple little thing that says podcast. You click on that. You're going to type in Jason Stubbs, Real Estate Radio will pop up. Subscribe, and you got all shows right there. Um, back for another Sean Finnegan, Senior Loan Officer, NRL Mortgage. Got uh, Chris Dodd with Steve Klein Custom Build. Builder back if you can't figure out Steve Klein Custom Builders that giant sign right behind you there um, and Alicia Kelly uh, broker associate Realty Austin um, let, let's get to it man um, we've got we're, we're gonna we're gonna take this a little bit of different uh, direction we've got a lot of folks uh, out there right now that don't own homes and a, a big problem for them has been just not having the ability to come up with a down payment. So we're going to take you guys from zero down payment to that second home, and we'll kind of work our way up. But, I mean, Sean, let's talk about uh, down payment assistance. I mean, this it's a huge thing. I mean, millennials are out there. They're, they're online. They're searching. They call us, and there's so many options out there. And I think, you know, it's something that we've really spent some time figuring out. We've dug into them. I mean, w- where do you start? I mean, if you go online, you come to us, you're confused as hell, and then we kind of have to work with you. I mean, Talk about the different different uh, programs out there. Well, I think one of the first we'll say that one of the big misconceptions is a lot, especially this is popular with millennials like we're talking about. A lot of the folks actually have money for a down payment. Yeah. They don't want to use it. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to. Well, they we, don't want to put a down payment down if they don't have. to. We've seen that. Yeah. So uh, it used to be, you know, these down payment programs were only for people that literally didn't have the money. Right. Um, that's not the case anymore. I mean, you can have you know three, five, even ten percent, let's say yeah. somewhere that you could use for a down payment, but you just maybe don't want to because the cost of money is so cheap right now. With interest rates being so low, if you can borrow all the money at 4%, why would I want to you know, pull some money out of my 401k? Why would I want to pull some money out of my savings right. when I can borrow it so cheap? So that that's the first misconception. You don't, you know, there's if even if you have money, you've thought about putting down a down payment, you don't necessarily have to. Yeah, um, The other one is there's all different, you know, programs and, and there's not one right answer for anyone, right? The original one everybody remembers VA, but obviously you've got to be a veteran. So if you're Definitely. not a veteran, that actually is obviously excludes that, you from that. And that program. veteran loan is, I mean, it's it's a great program. It's a great I mean, program. It's a great program, and it, and it's you know we're all for veterans, and um, it's a great program if you can use it. But obviously. Not everybody has accessibility to we'll, it. We'll throw some information. If you're a veteran out there, I just read something recently that the veterans aren't using that VA money because they don't know it's out there. So we'll throw something up on our, our new website. Uh, go to stubsradio.com. You'll click on – we'll throw something up there. It'll be easy to find, but I'll put something up there. But, um, you know, other than, than VA loans, which I mean, we specialize in, we love them. Yeah. We love veterans. We give back. We donate. We donate our time or money and all that stuff. But, I mean, there's a lot of folks out there that are not veterans. So other than veterans, what are, what, what are some options? So then you've got USDA. That's becoming more and more limited. That's for generally more of the rural areas. And obviously, you know, as Austin grows, the rural, rural areas closer to the city are not becoming rural anymore. They're becoming People suburbs. are thinking, why are you going to the United States Department of Agriculture yeah. <laughs> to, to get your home loan? Yeah. You know, it sounds crazy, but it's to promote urban development in rural right. areas. And it, it's it's another great program. But, I mean, you're looking, there's, you know, you've got to kind of be out there. Yeah. But it, it, So if you want to be in, you know, kind of Austin, greater Austin area, um, there's a bunch of different ones. And not every program is for everyone. Um, there's some programs that rely based on what you do, whether maybe you're a fireman or a teacher or first responder of any kind, police officer, EMS, there's programs specifically for those folks. Um, if you're in a certain county, right, there's programs that are, you know, that work in Travis County, but not necessarily work in Williamson or Hayes County and vice versa. Programs that work in Hayes so, and Williamson so regional. County. So, yeah, yeah. it's because a lot of them are set up by the city or the right. county or the state. Right. And there's all different ones and they're all very similar, but 
not everyone, you know, not everyone can qualify for each one. So basically, you know, there's programs for in Travis County, if you make a household income as much as one hundred and seven thousand dollars, zero down available. There's certain parts in all the counties around, um, depending on, you know, which zip code you're in or what neighborhood that it doesn't matter what your income is. We just did one for folks. You know, their income was like two hundred thousand. Um, they, with as little as 3% down, gotcha. um, you know, that's, and that's zip code based. So there's all different ones. There's no right one. It's hard to, you know, if somebody calls and says, Hey, I want down payment assistance. You know, what do you got? Well, I ask them if they got 10 minutes because we got to <laughs> yeah, get exactly. a little bit, we got to get a little bit of their story, right? <laughs> we got to find out, you know, how are you making your money? What is your, what is your job credit score? You know, all the programs have slightly different rates, slightly different closing costs. Um, some fees are a little higher than others. Some interest rates are slightly higher. They're all still really good, you know, interest rates. Um, so really what I need is 10 minutes of your time, kind of see the big picture, see what your credit score is, see what your income is, see what you do for a living, see where you want to buy a house, and then we can, you know, formulate a plan from there. Because we've had folks too, you know, we've had folks that have been looking at properties in Travis County and also Williamson County. And we'll say, okay, well, if you find a house in Travis County, it's a different program. this is going to be your option. Yeah. If you find a property in Williamson County, this is going to be your option. Um, and we kind of, what our job is really to kind of put you in the program that's going to put you in the best, you know, financial situation to accomplish your goal. Um, and, and kind of go from there. So there's not really one answer. You know, all I say is we need about 10 minutes of your time. Give us a call. Like I said, you know, the, the misconception that if, you, if you've got the down payment, it means you have to use that. It's not the case. Um, generally, what you're doing is you're just you're pairing a, a regular old conventional FHA loan up with one of these down payment uh, programs that are provided. Some are forgivable grants that you don't ever have to pay back. Some are zero interest loans that you do pay back. Some are loans that have deferred payments that you don't pay until you sell the house and then you pay it off. Um, there's all different programs. Like I said, there's not one exact program. What we try to do is put you in the best one for you yeah. and, and go from there. Definitely. For more information, go to stubsradio.com. We'll throw uh, some information up there for down payment assistance programs. Um, but I mean, we've seen a lot more of this coming. I mean, you just went I've over- done more in the last year than probably Five years, probably. It's crazy. You know, one of the biggest misconceptions was people, you know, that that are right outside of that millennial millennial age. They thought you had to put twenty percent down. So we've been out here for three, four years on this radio show saying you don't need twenty percent down. You don't need twenty percent down. Now these folks are coming to us. They're calling us. They're like, hey, how do we get a loan? We don't want to put anything down. And at least before the show started, uh, uh, we were talking about you know a client that that you had, and uh, I mean they they did a, they did a loan and got some money back. I mean, tell us about that. That was the craziest thing I think I have ever <laughs> you, seen. <laughs> it's it blew just my a, mind. It's against the traditional thought process. Well, of, I mean, we had one a couple of weeks ago. They literally <laughs> moved into a house for their inspection fee. That's yeah. it. They had to pay for their inspection. <laughs> yeah. They got their earnest money back at closing. They got their option money back at closing. They got their appraisal money. They got it all back at closing. They moved into a house with a great interest rate, great neighborhood, literally for I think their inspection cost them 275 bucks. And that was it. And they're in a house. Well, this particular home was in Kyle, actually, yeah. in the Shadow Creek subdivision. It was a brand-new home, and they didn't pay the money for an inspection fee, which I would recommend that, that anybody does. Yeah. Um, but they didn't do that. Literally got a $500 check back at closing because they had to hold it with the, uh, with the builder, and they got it back. And I mean, what do you, what, what kind of advice do you give, you know, these first time home buyers that, or I mean, folks that, that haven't bought, they're still renting, they're sitting out there I and mean, we, we can talk, you know, the, the benefits, but I mean, what kind of advice can you give somebody out there that's, I mean, they're starting a family, they don't own a home. 
So I think what Sean said, 10 minutes of your time. Yeah. Um, I always tell my clients, um, I know a lot, but I don't know enough, uh, as lenders do. I know enough to get myself into yeah. trouble, and I send them to you guys. <laughs> um, that's just my MO on, on talking about these things, because there are so many different programs mm -hmm. out there that it would behoove you to spend 10 minutes with Sean and, and then just talk about yeah. what you're, you know, where you want to go next. We'll talk about the, I mean, the first steps. Let's say that we've, we've got somebody there like, all right, you know, we want to take that first step. I mean, what, what kind of advice can you give them on the, on the side of, you know, shopping for that home? Cause we run into a lot of folks that just, they have it in the, their mind that they want to picture their kids growing old in that first backyard. And it, it's, you know, it's that forever house. And, you know, to me, I mean, I'm on the harsher side of it, but my, my, my advice is like, look at it as a product. You know, don't kind of visualize the, the dogs growing up and playing in the backyard and, you know, rolling around that beautiful St. Augustine. And, you know, what kind of advice that you can can't you, put in anymore that you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get to the builder piece of it in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, no doubt. But, uh, I mean, how can you, you know, t what can you tell these folks out there that don't own a home? And, I mean, with these 100 percent down programs, you know, why are they renting still? What are you seeing? I think a lot of it is 100% um, emotional. People yeah. are emotional, whether you and I mm -hmm. remove that product from them in those in those terms. And so we have to bring it back down to emotional levels, period. I mean, that's why people make these decisions. And as long as you understand that, that that's why they're making these decisions, you can then bring that to their attention and take the next step and show them that they're probably not going to live there for longer than five years. I mean, that's what the data says. I mean, Chris, what, I mean, you know, we used to say, you know, it was about what, five to seven five years. Five to seven. And, and I think we've been saying that for a while. And I think the data will, will stand true, especially in, in Austin. I mean, it seems like you've got, got these folks that first time home buyer, we have a baby. It's almost like you got that baby. You need a bigger house in a suburban. Completely. Yeah. And it depends. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of it, right? Times are changed, especially when you're in a more, urban setting like Austin, right? You're going to get, you're going to come here younger. Maybe you're going to live downtown. You're not going to have kids yet. Then you have a kid, you get the first house that can fit the kid. Yeah. Then you realize, okay, well, I want to be in a certain school district or right. I want to be in a certain elementary school neighborhood. So you go even a little more out to the suburbs. You know, I think it's different when you're in an urban area versus like where I grew up. I grew up, you know, I'm in a kind of semi-rural suburb, right? I swear half my neighborhood, I, my parents lived in the same house for 18 years. And I swear half the neighborhood is still the same people there now 30 years later. Yeah. Because that's kind of it, right? You move out, you get, get away from the city, you move out, and and you're kind of there. You know, think times are changing. And now, you know, I think people are, there's different needs at different times. I think people are looking at more as an investment now than they used to, too. I mean, I still look at each house I buy as an investment. You know, am I going to be able to get my money back? Is this going to you know, be good bang for my buck when I want to move on to that next step. Definitely. I mean, there's a word that I think I've made up and it's called livability, you know, so, so you can't just, you know, walk out and look at the house as, you know, I, I've got to have these five things or I'm not buying a house. You, you, you kind of got to think about it. You know, if you, if you rent for four years or you've been renting for the last four years, if you would have bought four years ago, you know, where are you equity wise? I mean, what's, I mean, average appreciation in central Texas. I mean, what's it, what's it fair to say? I mean, what would, Five percent, eight percent. I mean, I've got three different people that I'm like literally about to list that they purchased from me five uh -huh. years ago, six years ago, and three years ago, and some of them are saying one hundred percent on there, literally um, hundred percent, twenty percent every year. God, twenty percent. We're gonna get to that uh, yeah. when we come back. That's a different uh, piece, right <laughs> absolutely, yeah, man. Hey, we, <laughs> hey stick around. We're gonna show you how to make money in real estate with Lisa <laughs> Kelly, everybody. <laughs> stick around. More to come. Be right back.